Welcome to the Stephanera Podcast, the home of all things race, religion, and culture. We back. Happy Monday, everybody. It's time to get on up and start the week. So get your coffee, get your tomatoes or avocado toast or whatever y'all do in the morning. We about to come on up in here and get it in. Let's go. Let's go. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy start of the new month. Can y'all believe that April is almost over and the summer is going to be here before we know it? It seems like this year is moving fast to anybody else but me. Does it seem that way? I mean, we are literally two months away from the summer. Shout out to all the faithful listeners out there. My apologies for not getting on last week, but I had an injury. Then I had a severe cold. And you know what? I'm getting kind of old, y'all. I'm getting old. So uh, certain things just come with the territory when you are old, right? If you subscribe to the podcast, if you can go to the website, thestephanera.com, then at the bottom of the page, you'll see a counter for the next episode will appear. So if you know you come on here, Monday and there's nothing then go to that counter and it'll let you know when the next episode should be happening so if I miss a Monday due to sickness or something like that I'll have a following Monday that I can actually get out and and sometimes if you subscribe to the podcast you might get a message in your inbox that says yo I ain't feeling good obviously I was I was down too hard this time so I couldn't get the message out but usually I'll send a message saying yo I'm hanging on a podcast this week your boy ain't feeling good you know send some tomato soups and some prayers and love and we'll go from there right so shout out to Norm Rivera as usual she continues to support this this little podcast and you know without her I don't know where I would be honestly so it feels good to have people in your corner who are supporting financially to make sure this thing continues to be and also I had lunch with my brother Roderick and he was very supportive also uh, last week about the podcast so I appreciate y'all, man, who have words um, of encouragement and who take action uh, of encouragement and actually support the show. Um, so speaking of uh, my brother Rod, too, there's a show that he has, a podcast. So if you love listening to music, uh, jazz and R&B, and you want a smooth brother to give you some info on the artist you're listening to, then go check him out, right? It's, it's, it's Smooth Jazz and R&B Sundays. I'm subscribed to it myself. I listen to it on Spotify. But check it out wherever you get your podcast. If they don't have it, then tell them, go and get it. I want this podcast right now. I want Smooth Jazz and R&B Sundays right now, right? So go ahead and check them out. The brother has a good show. And at least give it a listen. That's the least you can do, right? Just go check it out. You like music? Go ahead and give it a listen. Today, we're getting into a little relationship advice from yours truly, right? Just a little bit. I can't give y'all everything because I ain't getting paid for this, right? So I'm going to give y'all a few nuggets real quick, and then we're going to go ahead and, and, and move it on for the next episode to come. Um, now, I'm truly going to tell you straight up, the age of dating that we in now is a mess. Like, I'm, man, I, I just can't, you know, I can't fathom what's going on with this dating world. I really do feel for the people who are out there that are single right now. And every time I look at my social media, man, I just want to really turn it off and delete it, to be honest, right? What I see, you know, how I see people acting, I'm like, this can't be the thought or the process that we are in in this date and time. Well, once you turn your stuff off, then we're talking about it, do it, right? Well, I don't because currently I use it for posting my photos. But in a few weeks, I'm going to find out if I need to continue going that way or if I can just let go of it all together. And I'm cool with letting it all go all together, honestly. Um, no problems at all with that. But the dating scene is just crazy. The mindset of some of the people is beyond me. Uh, now, I was a little rough back in the day when I was out there trying to date. But, you know, you don't really know nowadays who used to be what or who is who now and 
I mean, the morals, the, the chivalry, the modesty, the loyalty, the art and craft of courtship, all these things are just gone because prior to, to modern belief, we court to get married. That's the end goal of the entire situation. At the end of the day is we're doing this to find someone that we can be with potentially long term for a lifelong partnership. Part of the problem is that we have the wrong model, wrong, wrong role models, right? That's out there right now. Um, and part of it is we don't want to receive correction or direction. We think we have the answers for everything. And at the core, people are kind of selfish and inconsiderate. You know, they, they go to their original nature at the end of the day. Uh, most women live on Instagram. Man, I, I see the same pictures, the same uh, photos of different women doing the same thing all day long. Like, it's just a crazy trend where everybody's doing the same exact thing. It's like you, there's no originality. You can't even, you know, I'm like, I'm trapped in the, in the twilight zone or something. I'm like, this is crazy. Like everybody is doing the same pose and it just begins to look ridiculous and ugly after a while. Right. For most people. But you know, that's just me and my old self talking about what I see. Um, but you know, a lot of women are live and they live on Instagram, but they have nothing to offer outside of Instagram. Sometimes besides a used body and possibly another man's child to go along with it, right? With a list of unreasonable demands. But I'm not here to be Kevin Samuels today, right? I think he has done what needed to be done. God bless his soul. But for real, when's the last time, women in particular, that you looked yourself in the mirror and been real about what you have to offer and who you really are? When's the last time you did that, you know, and been honest about yourself? I heard somebody say once that, hey, you know, it's, it's different because women, y'all lie to each other. Your girlfriend stuff going to always support you. Oh, you got this queen, you know, you got this boo, you know, you this and you that, you not. But they're going to lie to you anyway. But, you know, with men or boys, we tell you straight up, oh, your nose is big. Are oh, you ugly? Look at the ugly. You know, it's, it's just the, the insults come straight away. So our confidence, I guess, builds a little bit more because, yeah, they we call out on each other what it is that we see there are deficiencies. But with women, you guys just placate each other for whatever reason and just keep the madness going. Men, stop settling for some of these women that are out there, right? Stop thinking that uh, what you have is the best you can have. Stop thinking what's between your legs. What's in between your legs is not what you think. What you think what's up there in your head, right? Listen to the elders and people in your life and make women a priority only, only after you have accomplished what you desire to do in life. That's how you win, King. Real talk. Now, listen, let's talk to my singles real quick on both sides of the coin. If you are single, then don't think about marriage until you're about your mid-30s. Why? Because by then, you really know what you want. And you really know who you are. You know, you have some time to do all you want to do and to get out your system. And you will really be ready to commit and submit to that relationship in most cases. Now, there are a couple, you know, situations where you marry young and it works out. There's a couple. It's few. But in general, wait to the mid-30s. Because anything before mid to early 30s, you really don't know what you want. I mean, I used to want smash carrots when I was a baby. You know what I'm saying? But guess what? I grew up. I don't want those smash carrots no more. You better put some steak on that plate. You know what I'm saying? What is this? Smash carrots. You know, nowadays with inflation, it probably costs like $30 for some smashed carrots, you know. Um, but again, I grew up and in relationships, you will continue to grow and grow and grow. And you'll get to the point, maybe sometimes that you aren't in a situation you want to be in because you rushed in too soon. You know, this idea of a time clock and, you know, society and you have to be this way and that way. Calm that down because it's leading you guys into bad relationships. Um, all those things that you think that you like. I like his smile. I like the curves on her or, 
you know, maybe his biceps or the walks we take and the talks we take and all the attention this person's giving me. Trust me, when y'all get into a serious relationship and when the rings come on, it's all going to fade. It's all going to fade. Right. It, I mean, rare cases, again, does it really stick the same, but it's going to fade. And when it fades, you got to be ready for that. So. Uh, also, if you're single, seek your parents' approval on who you should choose to date. Real talk. You know what I'm saying? Listen to me good and close. If your parents don't like the person that you're interested in, then say goodbye immediately. Don't be like, oh, but I like him or, oh, but I just want to see what's going on or y'all know what y'all talking about. Trust me. It's going to save you a lot of heartache and pain in the long run. Most times parents know their children, believe it or not. We clean them diapers. We wipe them booties. You know, we studied you from when you couldn't talk to when we slapped the taste out your mouth for getting smart at us. We know our children, right? So parents have an idea of who is good and who is bad for you. So listen to them. I'm just giving you the advice. What you should do is on you, but I'm trying to save you a lot of heartache and a lot of hardship. Listen to your parents, consult your parents. Now, when you go on dates, go small, go get ice cream, our coffee on the first date. Why? Well, glad you asked because it's short and because it's short, and the two of you can tell if you like each other or not. And if you don't, then you can bounce, right? I can leave in a short meeting and I can go about my business. They can go about their business. It's just not going to work. It's not going to fit. But if you like each other, well, then you can extend that date, right? To do whatever you want to do, go wherever you want to go and enjoy more of each other. Also, when it comes to finances, it's small, right? If, if a guy is paying for the date, it's not going to be a lot of pressure on him to buy some ice cream or to buy a cup of coffee, right? It's very inexpensive and there's no pressure. Also, I'm not going to expect anything from you for, you know, some some ice cream or a cup of coffee, right? So if you feel, oh, I want them buying from me, they're going to expect something from me. All that stuff is gone because it's a, it's a cup of coffee or some ice cream, right? And, and also let somebody know if you can appreciate the small things, right? Appreciate the small things, I got a winner. But if you can't, you got to be wine and dine. That's all on uh, somewhere on virtual reality or, or this Instagram or whatever, some girl was on the second date and she was complaining because the dude cooked for her and she wanted to go out to some fancy restaurant and, and this and that. And I'm just like, man, sucks to be dating right now. <laughs> but seriously, the, the, the date isn't about being wined and dined. It's about getting to know each other and seeing that there's an interest. So let's start small and work our way up to greater things. You, you really shouldn't expect big dinners and fancy things anyway until we've committed to each other in some form or fashion on some level, right? So ice cream, coffee, do lunch at the park, but let's get to know each other in simple ways. Also, sometimes friends going to be jealous of you and the person that you with. They might like that person. They might decide that you shouldn't be happy, whatever the case may be. You got secret haters all day long, right? So keep it to yourself as much as possible. In a healthy relationship, um, also, once y'all get official, here's a word of advice. Open them cell phones up. Give each other access to the accounts, right? That should be one of the first things that you both agree to. You can grab my phone whenever you want, check whatever you want, and vice versa. That's how a foundation for trust is established. So be open be true and whatever it is say whatever it is if you're not ready for a relationship then say that and just keep it 100 right so quick recap for my singles listen to your parents go small and work your way to bigger dates and keep it tight and communicate openly right now to my married folks for a minute women 
women, women. Listen, marriage is not about you. You're not a princess. Marriage is not Disneyland or Disney World, and you are not a queen in the relationship. Many women have this life goal to get married, and that's great, right? And then once they become married, they turn into pests. They just do. Pests to their husbands, pests to their relationships. It's just like a nice piece of fruit that's become rotten on the inside all of a sudden. It's been sitting too long or something. And I know all women are not this way. I also know all women are not with the Bible, but the issue is that the Bible was opposite of what the world says and what Walt Disney says. So what the world says about marriage and roles and things like that, the Bible says differently. So you may not believe in the Bible in your marriage or relationship, but start seeing what it says. What could it hurt, right? And I I can guarantee you, believe it or not, if you understand your role as it was written there and begin to live it in that way, you have a much more wholesome and healthier marriage, right? Most issues in the marriage relationship also begin because one person is being inconsiderate of the other person. That's the bottom line of, of everything when it comes down to it, right? It all boils down to that. Now, we married together forever and all that, but we can do it the easy way or we can do it the hard way. You feel me? Like, you know, I like you and I want you. We can do it the easy way or we can do it the hard way. You decide. So, If we both put each other first, if I live to take care of your needs and you live to take care of my needs, then what can come between us? You know, most times we have issues because uh, you think of yourself, what you want, how you want it, how you think it should be, how you feel, how you think you, 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 you is the key word here, right? But the marriage is about us. See, it was about you when you were single. Now that you are married and took them vows, it's about us. And if, if it's a, a man speaking from this perspective, it's about the subjugation, right? You're being subject to that man. If a woman's speaking from here, then, you know, again, you're protecting me. You're leading me. You are the head of all this. So, you know, it goes both ways. It doesn't matter which side you're on. So choose wisely who you marry because women, you need a man who is ready to be a leader of his household in all the arenas, right? And men, you need a woman who is ready to submit to you and not to fight you uh, over immature things or, or because they feel a certain way or think a certain way or because they're living in Disneyland in your household. Sex, 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 man, sex. Y'all seen that? If it had that freak Nick, um thing come out right that freak that's you that that freak nick show finna come out boy i wasn't involved in none of that but i know some people in the walking the shame right now that's their grandmas and they aunties and everybody out there but anyway feel bad for y'all y'all was out there y'all got caught got busted bam finna be a movie anyway sex and marriage is foundational oh my gosh sex can i say it again sex <laughs> are they gonna x-ray this or block this out sex <laughs> sex in marriage is foundational like have sex like it's going out of style um if if anybody has to ask for sex then we got a problem sex and spirituality are the glues that keep marriages together i'm gonna say it again sex and spirituality are the glue that keep marriages together the longer you go without them the sooner you're going to see things fall apart in your marriage and it might not be a huge level of fall apart it might be small but you're going to notice it and you're going to see it and you're going to feel it and and if anything ever happens in your marriage where things aren't going well ask yourself when's the last time we connected sexually when's the last time we connected spiritually 
and maybe those two things will help you get everything back on track. Lastly, let's talk about deception. Now, when guys meet girls, they usually have makeup on. Y'all got fake hair, fake eyelashes. They seem like they they into everything. They be down for whatever. Sex is automatic without asking or anything. And then once we get married, they stop pretending. They, they, they quit the facade, right? So we get into these marriages, and now we have issues. Maybe now your husband's looking at other women, and you pissed about it. But hold on. Hold on. Rewind. You presented yourself a fake version of yourself to your husband, right? You're out there single and dating and stuff. Every Everything you did was pretty much fake. So you were not being who you really were. You lied on the application. Then you got the job and decided to be the real you. And I used to instantly be like, when I hear about guys who cheated, like, man, screw that dude. How could he cheat? What's wrong with him? But after maturity set in and I grew up a little bit, I say, man, I wonder if his needs were being met. I wonder if she was doing too much in a relationship, too much for him to deal with. I wonder um, if she was having sex daily with him like she did before she married him. Um, and now she's too tired all of a sudden, all these different excuses she got to where the sex isn't going on. I don't condone cheating. Not a fan of cheating at all, right? But I no longer go hard on the men that do it because I need to first know the actual reason. You know, most men, believe it or not, who actually go out there and cheat statistically, they don't do it because they're dogs or because somebody looked good or because, you know, wherever the case may be that you may think it is. They really cheat because they want comfort. Can you believe that? Not that she was fine. Not that she was this or that. I just want to feel appreciated. I want to feel loved and I want to feel valued. And guess what? Those three things are all found in sex. Sex is a great way to make each other feel appreciated, loved, and valued. So... Let me end this uh, advice. This is a quick one with, with three points. I made the last wedding I performed, right? And yes, I have married people. I think about four to five couples now. And I don't just marry folk because my name is on it, you know, on that paper. So it has to mean something. And everyone I've married so far, fortunately, has stayed married, which is very, very good. But here are the three points that I made the last wedding I went to, right? Point one is you took vows that say, till death do us part, better or worse, you're ple- you pledge yourself to the other person so stay faithful to that person emotionally physically and sexually point two women again the marriage ceremony the anniversary relationship is not about you look when we have our anniversary i'm gonna do one year my wife gonna do the next year and we're gonna take turns so we both can feel appreciated and loved for this celebration that we have but happy wife happy life is a lie because think about it, if only one person is happy, then that's a failing marriage, right? Um, if, the, if the wife is the only one that's happy, the husband is miserable, that's going that's a, that's a bad failure in the marriage. So happy wife, happy life doesn't work. Now, I did hear a man uh, say, uh, I'm sorry, I heard a woman say that in the Bible, you know, or in a Christian realm, it's, it's happy, a happy man is God's plan. You know, because if the man is happy, then he's going to make sure everybody in the house is happy. He's going to take care of everything. And think about it. When a man isn't happy in the house, then the whole household kind of suffers from that. Right. So um, and you look at the order that God puts things in, then, hey, you know, the husband is the head of the household, per se. But if you're not a Christian and you don't want to hear all that and blah, 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 then, hey. I got one for you. Happy spouse, happy house. See there? So you got a little quality, got a little balance in there. And there you go. Happy house, happy spouse should be the one you live with. Point three, love is not enough, right? You bring your baggage into the relationship and both of you have to grow together in this thing. So it's not enough to simply love someone, but you have to do the work. 
the work you must do. You always need to become better every single day, right? A better spouse. And remember, it's not about you every single day. You got to fight yourself to be better than what you were yesterday in order to make this relationship work and be the best that it can be, right? So it's not enough just to love. I love that person. I love my husband. Yeah, but you get on their nerve though. I love them. Yeah, but you keep leaving your sock on the toilet or whatever it is they do, right? So love's not enough. Stop leaving sock on the toilet because you're annoying me, you know? You want to make life better for the person that you're with because again, this is eternity we're talking about and we want to make sure that we can do this together also quick note you know also those, those, those three points i had those are it but i also want to talk about um taking care of yourself right because you you don't realize that uh you have somebody that you're with now and everybody's romantic and they want to grow old together and you want to be there forever you die i die i want to die when you all that stuff like that but the reality is if you're not taking care of yourself you're not eating right you're not exercising both of y'all together on the same plan then the reality is what one of y'all gonna die one of y'all gonna live it's gonna be that way so you can't talk about things in a fairy tale way you have to actually do them together as a unit and make sure that if you both want to be together and live together and all that you're doing what you got to do to be able to get there right and again you know we have these marriages and relationships but look you may be married and that's great but statistics say that marriages don't last forever so many people take their marriages for granted and you can lose your marriage. You totally could. Christian or non-Christian, you can lose that marriage. Because after so many years, people just get tired. So you don't have a, you know, so they don't have a prosperous marriage. They have a dead marriage. And you don't want a dead marriage when you could have brought life to it. So enjoy it. You know, you got a partner that's there for you. I'm telling you, when you're sick, there's nothing like having somebody there for you, right? When you're down, nothing like having somebody there for you. It's, it's just, you know, the small things you just don't think about. That companionship is big. You know, I actually... I actually had a um, tell the story real quick, right? I had a lady hit me up on one of my social media networks and invited me to be a sugar baby. And I was like, whoa, what's that? A sugar? Look, I've never been a sugar baby before. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little old now. But I said, yeah, I still got it. I still got it, you know? And But it was sad, right? Because she she wanted to pay me money. This is a real life story. She wanted to pay me money. Uh, you know, and the way it works is that you're available for, for, for her. I'm available for her. And then she pays my bills. And then she gives me an allowance of like a grand every week or two weeks or something like that right and the issue was her husband had died and she had been lonely and needed to connect to somebody and so she was reaching out so I felt bad because man your husband died and you're in this place where it's hard to connect with people and so you just want some attention you know and you're willing to do whatever because of it now look I I it didn't work out I deleted the app you know and I'm not in the sugar mama baby game thing you know but it's good it's good to know that I still had it you know what I'm saying but I I, I felt bad for her but I couldn't give myself because what I say earlier, right? When you committed to that person in point one, you committed emotionally, physically, mentally, all those things, right? So you can't give of yourself emotionally to someone else when you're already committed in that relationship like that. Keep that in mind. No work husbands, no work wives, none of that BS, you know, to get y'all in trouble. Don't need it. Don't need it at all. But that's what I got, y'all. It's quick. It's easy. Just want to get on here and give y'all some advice. Let me give you this quick Bible moment, too, so we can get up out of here and call it a moment, right? Look, the world is getting out of control. Give Jesus a try. Give Jesus a try. You could die tomorrow, and let me tell you, you would be somewhere forever. The way this thing works is that um, this body that we see is going to depart from us. It ain't got to go. We got to go. But this, the inside of you, there's a soul. It's a spirit. 
and that spirit gonna live forever it's gonna live forever somewhere it can be somewhere very hot it could be somewhere very nice but it's gonna be somewhere you know despite what you think despite what you feel you know if you into science look it up if you into whatever you into look it up um uncle google and all that they have all the details and information out there that there are real places that you will spend eternity so you may think you're good now but i'm gonna tell you it's rough when you're in a hospital bed knowing that you moments away from eternity and you have no clue what's about to happen i've seen that it's real and it's rough if you even get the opportunity at all to get there you know you could have an instant death get shot get killed or whatever and then you're just done and you don't have the chance to transition in that way right but hey jesus is real and if you're hearing this this is your wake-up call to try to connect and get it right with him so you'll know how holler at me drop me a message on the stephanair.com or email me personally at humbletalent1 at sbcglobal.net and hey put the head in salvation and we'll get down i'll respond you know i also have like a master's in divinity and i'm ordained and licensed and all that right so i got a few credentials to back me up in case you're one of those people and it really, really matters to you, you know. But that's it. Just want to get on today and drop some quick, quick jewels about relationships. So hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we might do this again one time. If y'all want it, you know, I'll go ahead and supply it. So I got a lot more to say about relationships anyway and advice that I would give my kids and stuff like that. So stay tuned for more. See y'all next week. Until then, peace, love, grace, and may God be with you. We out, man.